What's 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 up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Patrick and Tucker's Power Hour. This week with special guest Zach Alexander. Give it up for Zach, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Welcome, Appreciate Zach. It. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, Zach. How's it welcome going? To the cast. It's going. I'm sorry you broke your arm, but welcome. You are now yeah. casted. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a rough experience. Ouch. Hey. So, um, <laughs> rough. Tucker, you said you wanted. To share a story with our lovely listeners. This is something I've talked about in length. Mm-hmm. It's about the vending machines here at IU. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Specifically about the Pop-Tarts in them. Really? I haven't heard the Pop-Tart story. Oh, I get so frustrated. <laughs> I, I, okay, I have, mm-hmm. I have qualms with those, like, specifically packaged Pop-Tarts. I don't like them. Really? Why is yeah. that? They just... They have a different taste to me. They, than yeah, the, they don't have than the, the same boxed taste. pop pop tarts that you get really? at like Kroger or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, interesting. So Tucker, what what happened? <laughs> so everybody knows strawberry, probably the most standard pop tart flavor. You see it everywhere. You see it on the billboards. You see it in the big box right. office movies. You see it's, it everywhere. It's the most marketable pop tart yeah, flavor, but it's not the best. Correct. Brown sugar cinnamon. Is the top dog. For sure. It's a good one. For sure. Ooh, what do you think the good this is the best one, Patrick? The best Pop Tart. It better not be s'mores. It's it's not s'mores. Is it, it chocolate? No. Blueberry? No. Cookies Wild and berry. cream. Um, mm. no. It uh, is delicious. It's no, like it's, not it's like having ice cream for breakfast. I, have you ever had ice cream? Because it doesn't taste like a Pop Tart, Patrick. No, but like <laughs> when you when you eat it, it's like, oh, I shouldn't be eating this for breakfast. But like Pop-Tarts. I mean, I feel like I have that with all Pop Tarts. I'm never right. like, wow, this right. is a good pastry. But you can justify eating a Pop Tart for breakfast a lot easier than you can justify eating ice cream for breakfast. Yo, yeah. cinnamon Pop Tart though in the toaster. Mm. Oh, that's another thing. So, I never toast. So that's toast. weird. So you got to microwave them. I do. My, I do <laughs> oh, no. microwave them. So they pop. Oh, ew! I've I never did. actually done that. Well, we can talk about that later. But so today, I was a little hungry. I did my usual thing where mm. I woke up a little bit late, had to go to right. work at eight a.m. So I couldn't make myself an omelet, and I ran out of eggs because I may have eaten nine yesterday. Wow. Trying Whoa. to supplement your banana intake with some eggs? Yeah, I got kind of worried because I read that if you eat like more than two to three bananas a day, it can have detrimental effects to your health. Probably. So I've slowed it down to once in the morning and then maybe once at night. Do you think monkeys care about that? Monkeys no. don't like bananas as much as the media claims. Really? Yeah, sorry. Ma- your, mainstream media lib- is The pre- liberal media has been tainting media. lies about wow. chimpanzees. Dang. So... I, uh, I come out of my class feeling pretty good, mm-hmm. and I go over to the vending machine, and I'm probably just going to get a bag of chips or something. Scan it over. Lo and behold, now if you don't know this about IU, only strawberry Pop-Tarts. Now, my f- sophomore and freshman year, they had brown sugar cinnamon and some, strawberry and some. Some vending machines now, had Now, are we talking strictly vending machines, or are we talking like C-stores and vending machines? Just vending machines. Gotcha. Okay. And most of them either have one or the other or side by side, mm-hmm. and that was freshman and sophomore year. Junior year, what happened? It's like he lost its balls or something. It's like Michelle Obama came wow. to campus, took away our Pop-Tarts. But no, we still had Pop-Tarts, but we only had strawberry. Brown sugar cinnamon was nowhere to be seen. Really? I I tirelessly checked vending machines. In fact, every time I go by a vending machine, I check and I go, is there cinnamon in there? And then sure enough, today, I come out of class, walk up to the vending machine with a single dollar bill. I look it up and down, and then all of a sudden I see it. In the very bottom left corner, brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart. I instantly 
get hype. I'm so excited. Did you I'm start like digging around for more money because yes, I did. I checked my backpack. There's no way a pop a pop tart in a vending machine costs a dollar. Dollar sixty five. Dollars that sounds about right. Guess who only had a dollar and sixty cents? Oh no, no me. But saving grace, right? All right. these are fitted with card readers, of course. See, but the problem with that is you need access to the internet. And the internet was, these things had been unplugged recently. Oh. And their cables were not plugged back in because for them to actually get that data, they have to somehow go to the cloud. Because it said that it was unconnected to network when I tried to do it. <laughs> but it was plugged in like to the wall for power? It was plugged in the wall for power and there was a hanging cord. Hmm. I don't know. Was there an outlet nearby? You could just. I don't know. <laughs> I was, I was so, and then I go, all right, this vending machine's messed up. I'll just check one of the other ones in right. Franklin. Right. Same problem. Where was the first vending machine? Upstairs? Second floor. Gotcha. Second vending machine, first, or ground floor. And uh, I was like genuinely pacing back and forth in front of this <laughs> vending machine, being so like, why is this happening to me? Right. What God would place... <laughs> the perfect breakfast option in front of me, only to not let me eat it. <clears throat> what God, Patrick? Not any that I know. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my story from this morning. I was having that's an it? excellent day. And then it, I bet you, you could have like just walked up to everybody in the comments, be like, yo, does anybody have a nickel? I just need five cents. No, for sure. Well, I already spent the single on uh, mega chips because I was so hungry. Wow. I always carry around change. Can you get a bag of chips for a dollar? Uh, yeah, sun chips are a dollar, and then the baked wow. lays are a dollar. Which sun chips are the best chip they have in there? Really, sun chips are the best potato <clears throat> chip. Garden salsa specifically, that. but they only have harvest cheddar here. I don't know about that, Zach. What are your favorite chip options? Jalapeno chips, kettle oh, cooked jalapeno no. chips, dude. Oh yeah, Zach. you put those. On oh a my sandwich. god, so good. So good. I can't. I'm not a big fan of jalapeno, like flavored anything like really? packaged jalapeno flavored stuff um and i think it's because uh years back my um my uncle moved in with us and um and he just really liked jalapeno like popcorn and when he popped it it just like yeah it just like filled the the house with just like the jalapeno Ugh. flavor like smell yeah, yeah, and i was yeah. like this is not like appetizing at all it's kind of like <laughs> um I know Tucker's never had this um, experience before. Well, he might. It's going to be peanut butter related. It is yep. peanut butter related. It is. It is. I cannot stand when somebody else is eating peanut butter. Like the smell of it, really? it just is like. You know, I can't either. It's you know, just nauseating to me. But when I am eating peanut butter, I'm like, I need more of You're this. infatuated? Yeah. I actually had a similar experience um, with your your like uh, popcorn, oh, really? popcorn yeah. thing, yeah, yeah. So after the uh, the accident, right, right, uh, I had eaten um, like sun chips and like Chex Mix or something that mm -hmm. day, and I couldn't eat them again for like four years. Really? Because every time I ate them, it made, made me sick to my stomach. Yeah, it's wild. That's crazy. I'm good now though. But yeah, you can eat sun chips again. Yeah, thank God. I haven't had them in a long time, but I can't eat them now. Yeah. They're heart healthy. Really? It says on the bag. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Whole grains. Mm -hmm. So that means anybody out there listening. You're morbidly obese and you need to fix something so you don't have a heart attack. Yeah. Eat just sun chips. Guaranteed. Clear out those arteries. <laughs> the arteries not only will be clear, but you will be skinny. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't know if that's what heart health That is a promise <laughs> from Patrick Dieterlin. <laughs> oh, you're right. No. You're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm about to throw you guys 
a curveball. A curveball. Something now. Tucky, you probably see I have IGPS pulled up. You do. On, uh, on my phone. That, could that be your plan for 2016, 2017? The fall 2016 term. Uh-huh. Um, wow. Because it is the time of the year. We're past midterms. We're looking to the future, right? Mm-hmm. We're not looking to finals because it's not dead week. We're looking past finals. We're looking to spring semester. I'm right, looking right, to finals. Right. We're signed up for classes. Not. Shut up, Tucker. We are registering for classes. We, I think all three of us have registered. Have you registered, Tucker? Oh, this boy's registered. Cool. Yesterday. Um, <laughs> I think, I was thinking about our demographic. You know, who's out there listening to the Patrick and Tucker Power Hour in their car? In their headphones, walk into class, whatever. In their room alone when they're majority, sad. <laughs> majority has to be freshmen, right? Because they're like, oh, look at these guys. They're in the podcast booth. They're so cool. <laughs> they're uh, up to. Right, exactly. But we don't have a logo or anything. How are they going to know? <laughs> Nobody's come and talk to us after. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's fine. You guys are a big deal. <laughs> in, it, even if they're not our target demographic right now, mm-hmm. they will be oh, after yeah. this episode. Oh, for sure. And we'll be like, you know what? You should listen to this episode of Patrick and Tucker's Power Hour to find out what classes they should register for and or what classes they should avoid registering. True. Because we are all seniors. We've all taken classes that we've either really enjoyed or really not enjoyed. And I'm curious on your guys' like top picks, like what class do you recommend and what class do you for sure not recommend? I think Zach and I may not recommend the exact same class. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking the same thing, and I don't know if we should say it or not. And I think, Patrick, you were in that class, too. Oh, really? He was, indeed. You remember that that class? Yeah, I I do remember that class. Mm -hmm. Where I counted on my keyboard. Let's start on a positive note. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not going to bring that up. Uh, I'm not going to be the one to name it. And because I sprung this on you guys, I'm going to go ahead and start. Okay. All right, go ahead. Fall 2016. Yeah, boy. Was not, like, I knew I wanted to do media, was not in the media school, didn't know diddly squat. I took all my media classes, like core media classes, spring. Um, but uh, fall, I was like, I'm just going to register for what sounds fun, you know? And classical mythology sounded like a hoot and a half. It does. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, it satisfies the global civilizations or whatever bullcrap you have to take. About to finish that the next semester. Which I've heard people like complain so much about. And I'm like, guys. Yeah. I, I think I did. Do you need two classes in that? I don't think so. I think it's only one. It's just one? I think so. I did that f- freshman year, fall freshman year. Like, I, it was an afterthought because this class was so fun. It was, it's like the, the class, the course number is CLAS-C 205. So I was like, off the bat, I'm like, shoot, I'm in a 200 level class. This is going to be tough. <laughs> Big times. Big times. Um, <laughs> do it level class. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> And, uh, so I registered for it, went to class and we pretty much just read the, um, the Iliad and the Odyssey, um, and the Aeneid. So it's like Greek and Roman mythology. Mm -hmm. Big old books. And that's pretty much it. They are big books. It was like kind of intense to read, but not like unbearable, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but the lectures were super easy. Did have a Friday section, so that kind of sucked eggs, but it was before I knew that Fridays weren't a thing. Well, you were also a um, freshman, and right, everybody exactly. has Friday yeah. sections as freshmen. Yeah. Um, but it was really chill. The midterms and the midterm and the exam were the only two, like the final exam, were the only two, like, real assigned, like, things, I guess. That like, can be rough. It can, that can be. be real rough. 
But these tests were so easy, Zach. Perfect. They were so easy. And I just, I came out of there with an A+. I will say, um, in addition to the Friday section, the final, like this was because of the time of the day and the like days of the week. The final was the like 7 p.m. on Friday of finals week. That was rough. Yeah. Um, But other than that, you know, classical mythology, take it, learn some history about stories or whatever and get your global civilization credit out of the way. Mm-hmm. Have I ever told you guys about my uh, first semester of college? No. Fall 2016. I want to hear about this. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I came in thinking I was going to be a business manage, business management major. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I know seen, about this. I've seen on real Through estate. Through Kelly? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, Kelly kid. Yeah. And I only had classes Tuesdays and Thursdays, but it was from 9 a.m. to 9 at night. Oh, real rough. That's, so, a, that's a classic underclassman mistake of, yeah. yeah, I can just not have class on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That'll oh, make right, it so right, easy. Right. Well, I was thinking like, you know, I'm going to have so much like free time that everything's going to be so easy. It was not. It was uh-huh. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was taking, um, let's see, I was taking microecon, accounting, um, finite. Dang. I was taking my first class of history of rock and roll. Oh, wow. Um, which started that that whole journey. So, um, and then I was taking an acting class and uh, I about dropped out of college. I won't lie. It was really? bad. It was real bad. Wow. Yeah. That sounds rough. The only thing that kept me in was that acting class. And that's how I knew I wanted to be around creative people. Mm-hmm. And really? that's why I'm in the media school now. Yeah. Isn't that where you met um, Aaron Farr? Uh, Do you guys take the same acting class? No, 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 no. Did you meet anybody of relevance in your life in that acting? Yes, class I right did. Now? Who yes. did you meet? Um, a girl named Emily Rogers. Mm, she's really? a, yeah, she's a good friend of mine now. That's good. Yeah, shout yeah. out. Yeah, shout out to Emily Rogers. Shout out to <laughs> Emily Rogers if you're listening. She's great. She's a great girl. Stop on by Wednesdays one two p.m. <laughs> in Franklin Hall. <laughs> so. My freshman year, I did kind of the inverse of Zach, uh-huh. where I was like, you know, it'd be smart if I leave at least two hours between every single class, mm. so I don't have any back to back, so I can the, give myself I would a say mental that break. It's also a mistake. It is also a huge underclassman yeah. mistake. Bummer. So I would have like a class <laughs> at eight in the morning, and then nothing until like eleven, and then nothing until like three. Jeez, it was awful. And so I wanted to get my world cold. So I was, I came to orientation the last week available. So all the classes were full. Wow. So like so many classes that I just had, like I didn't get into public speaking, even though they had specific freshman seminars for that. Right. Which by the way, if you're in public speaking, um, the, uh, final speech currently, I don't know if it's been changed yet, but (laughs) as far as I know is still mine. And it's about like a record or something. What is it a record? Well, I mean, they they show one speech to oh, the entire okay. to the oh, entire yeah. class. I didn't know that. And I've had people come up to me and be like, "Hey, I heard your speech." And usually, dudes are like, "Your speech is BS," and girls are like, "Your speech is cool," because it's about when people use the word "guys" as a gender neutral term, right? Because it treats women as the other, and and how we should uh, like uh, continue spectrum. to do that. No, uh, and uh, about how we should say you how all. I wanted it to go. <laughs> how I expected it to go. Yeah, Blood about test. how we should say you all. I, I, my whole goal with that class was to piss people off Yeah, because that class, uh, a ton of people in it were like upperclassmen in Greek life. And I was Mm -hmm. a junior at the time. This was first semester junior year, I think. And, uh, when did we take billiards together? Was that first semester junior year? I feel like that was sophomore year. That was a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it was sophomore year. Spring 2018. Oh yeah. That's, that would be sophomore year. Yeah. Semester. So in that class, there was a ton of upperclassmen who were in Greek life mm-hmm. and uh, we had to pick a oppositional speech where we chose something that you think that most of the class would be against. And so I go, <laughs> it's about why we should close down fraternities. Nice. And then yeah. uh, I got 
a girl after my speech lashed out at me and was like, you don't understand brotherhood, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, okay. And then she goes, you wouldn't understand because you're not in one. And then I lifted my sweatshirt to reveal, <laughs> oh. oh my God, Tucker is wearing Greek letters. <laughs> Got it. And I was nice. like, if somebody in a fraternity is saying all this stuff, it means something. Right. And, then, and then she got even more mad. And then I was like, I'm sorry. I should have addressed sisterhood too, because that's kind of seeming kind of toxic right now. Yeah. But my freshman yeah. year, I made the mistake of being like, all right, I'm the one of the last people in. What should I take? And the teacher was like, well, you need a world culture class. Mm -hmm. And so I took an archaeology of sex. What? Wow. It is a gender archaeology. It's an archaeology course that studies gender and sexuality in ancient civilizations through artifacts. Interesting. We had an entire unit about birthing tables. What? Egyptian birthing tables. Oh, <laughs> how is that what different? Is how is that different from what any other like slab of like? They're a lot more stone, decorated, you know. <laughs> slab of well, they're stone. decorated. They're actually like, quite pretty. Really, I feel like a lot of like ancient Egyptian like furniture would just be like. But that class, of stone. that is <laughs> right. that is my only grade that is lower than an A minus in all of college, really? and that is my B plus. Is that the class you're recommending? That's the class that I'm saying probably don't take unless you're in archaeology because take, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. It was super interesting, but the prerequisite was supposed to be archaeology or like intro to archaeology, but the system was messed up and let this guy join. Yeah. And then the teacher week one was like, yeah, you're supposed to have taken archaeology one, but like you don't have to have. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be fine. I was not. It stunk. I was also one of there was it was a giant lecture hall. Like that could probably seat a hundred people, maybe 15 people in the class. Mm -hmm. And it was so awkward because the teacher would always be like, what do you think, Tucker? And I'm like, uh, uh -huh. I think that birthing table <laughs> is very interestingly designed. I like the colors. It's very decorated. I've taken a lot of classes with you, Tucker, and I feel like that's always the, the way it goes. Yeah. The yeah. teachers always, always call like, me out. Hey, yeah. Tucker, what do you think? I don't know what it is. I think it's because I'm a loud mouth. Eh, I think so too. I'm a jabber jaw. You know, probably because you like talking to people and you normally take people like classes with people you know. Right. So like you kind of like sit towards the front, you're talking with your peers and you just like naturally talk louder. For sure. Uh -huh. And so that's, that's who they like notice. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. It's yeah. like, that's, that's part of the reason I'm close with Michael. Right. Is because one day in our class, I was talking loud at the front with Zach, Kate yeah, yeah. and Katie. And I was like, yeah, I made this appetizer. I remember that. And those. it's asparagus that you blanch for 30 seconds. So it's cooked, but still pretty, still pretty firm. Right. Crispy. And then you take some nice salami, some cured meats, and then you put jalapeno cream cheese on it. And then you roll the asparagus in there and eat it. And Kate and Katie were like, that sounds disgusting. I don't remember Zach's opinion. Oh, that sounds great to me. And I love that. Michael <laughs> came up and was like, well, what cured meats are we talking? <laughs> and I was like, Ah, oh, well, we can do salami, pepperoni. And then right. I just listed Pepperons. like prosciutto. And then he's like, oh, prosciutto would be best. And I was like, I'm not a huge prosciutto guy, but I haven't tried it with this recipe. And I'm thinking I might. And then uh -huh. we became buds. Yeah. And so now you're, now you're talking on WeChat, right? No, no. but I email him sometimes. <laughs> do you really? Mm -hmm. How's that going? Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Staying in contact. Yeah, I email him like once every other month. Have you he, sent him like? Good. Have you sent him your um your script at all? The script. I told him that he, he would see it when it's complete. When it's done, it's nice. in the works. I also am going to in that class. We got the email of the guy who wrote Cheaper by the Dozen and Stuart Little. Really? And um, he said that 
we all get a free pass to email him one thing that he will review for us. Wow. So I'm going to send it to him once I'm done to get a coverage right. from yeah, him and idea. see what he thinks. Good and idea. then send it to Michael. Yeah. Yeah. And then send it to Michael. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so do you have a class you recommend? Is, is I took this second semester freshman year. Yeah. C-O-G-S hyphen Q 590. <laughs> For those of you who your, don't your know, graduate class. my freshman year, I somehow weaseled myself. Now, are you into recommending that class. people take this, or are you just flexing that you took a graduate level? Oh, class we were as a recommending. Freshman? I just thought we were talking about classes we've taken. Yes, I was flexing. <laughs> okay, yeah, you I, could recommend it. It's fine. I w- I would recommend TV studio production if they didn't ruin it and tear down the very fiber of the class that I loved. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I feel that. kind of kind of interesting dynamic that they're leading with i heard from the andrew briggs that um they're like gonna start crewing for um newsnet and like some sports like big 10 sports thing so like they're getting actual like quote-unquote professional experience but it's just like not creative which kind of sucks you know wow taking all uh, the fun out of it yeah i know right that's unfortunate um that was a great class when we took it. That was that I have the fondest memories of that class. And it would have yeah. been even fonder if a certain individual hadn't dropped it. Right. Zach. Yeah. Zach didn't drop it. It was Patrick. When did you guys <laughs> take that class? We took that first semester junior year. First semester yeah. junior year. Yeah. That was when Zach and I were in both TV studio production and field production together. Quite the time. Quite were we in time. another class together at the same time? <laughs> we might have been. I no, we weren't because I'm looking we at it. Okay. Or wait, no, we were also in screening race, race and ethnicity together. Zach and I were in nine credit hours together. That's wow, dude. Wow. How many are you in right now? Zero. Zero. And it's, it's very unfortunate. so sad. It is. But next semester, we're already planning on one class, and then Zach might take scuba with me. I might. If anybody out there listening would like to take scuba diving with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at making friends, but at the same time, Whoops. I'm a senior, and I'd like to just already have a friend in that class. What are the, uh, dude, I hate the, like, first day dynamic. Like, see, I'm, thankfully... A very chatty Kathy. Right. Right. And so I'm I'm huge on you sit next to somebody the first day and mm-hmm. you talk to them. Yeah. And then if you vibe, you vibe. And if you don't vibe, you don't vibe. You and that's somewhere else. It <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's I've fair. done that before. And that's how I've made some of my closest friends. Yeah. Wait, any closest? Not maybe not closest, but I feel like decent. I've got I've decent got a, friends. Yeah. We got a couple of uh classes that are that were fun. For sure. Yeah. What do you got? Um, let's see. History of video games was fun. Ooh, I yeah, I took that different I, professor. I also took that. Did you guys like it? Mm-hmm. Did you have Don? Um, or did you here? have Ray? I don't really remember. It was a long time. Was ago. he a bigger wow. guy? Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like kind of like a smaller guy. He was like kind of. I feel like he was kind of shorter. Did he look mm. kind of like the guy from Toy Story that was yes. trying to sell? Yes, yes, that's Don. I love Don. Yeah, yeah, he was a great guy. <laughs> Al, yeah, Chicken Al, got it. Chicken <laughs> cool. Al. Um, let's see. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I took a, uh, a, uh, like history of horror class over the summer. Really? That was really cool. Yeah. The, the textbook for that is like one big comic. Really? Like one big comic. That's book. awesome. That's awesome. What, uh, really cool. What was that through? What school? The media school. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It was like, a um, film studies or whatever. That's fine. Oh, it's yeah. history of horror movies. Yeah, yeah. Not just scary stuff. I said history of horror, didn't I? Yeah. yeah history of horror movies. My bad. Cool. Yeah. Right on. 
and then any of the music classes like the MUS MUS Z two hundred one two hundred two two hundred three, mm-hmm. and then those are all like history of rock and roll and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you've been taking those because you're getting a certificate. In I it, right? am last mm-hmm. my, music history. Uh, yeah, next semester I'm taking history of the blues, and then I submit the form and I get the certificate. That's awesome. Is that yeah. is that like officially music history or is that like rock and roll or yeah, history of rock and roll through the Jacob oh. School. Sounds pretty cool. Oh, a certificate through Jacobs is yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah. So that'll be cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I, um, in my years, I've taken a couple classes that are like, quote unquote, experimental classes. Um, where pretty much like they have ideas for cool, like concepts or like cool classes and they just like teach it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of those was twilight zone. And another one was, um, like it's called program analysis and criticism, which is like Cronky's intensive writing title, mm-hmm. but it's like not even sort of that. It's the one where I, um, made a like segment for the Friday zone on WTIU. I like worked with them and made a segment about bicycle like helmet safety that was like backed by like research and peer-reviewed like, kids if you're listening to this do not wear helmets yeah. they look stupid it's not worth it that, <laughs> Thank that was you. that was actually like my my thing it was like my pitch was that kids don't wear helmets because they're they don't think they're cool right so all right <clears throat> you can't make a cool helmet to illustrate my point i threw um a helmet on top of steve harvey and threw some sunglasses on him and I was like, that's a cool guy. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it was, it was a very daunting class cause I was a freshman when I took it much like your graduate level class. Oh, my um, graduate level cognitive science, cognitive yeah. science 590 yeah. taken with the professor Douglas um, Hofstadter inventor of the Hofstadter butterfly. That was a lot. Uh, it sounds pretty intensive. That yeah. was a lot. <laughs> but, uh, it, it was, it was at, like in, intense like that, but mm-hmm. it was more fun. Um, oh, mine was fun. Yeah. My class, my yeah. cognitive science graduate level class. Yeah, but that was the that was the first time <laughs> where I got like actual like production experience, and it mm-hmm. was it was a good time. So, <clears throat> I highly recommend if you're um, an underclassman out there being like, I don't know if I should take this class. It sounds hard. Go for it. You know. Yeah. Um, MSCHP four hundred and sixty will do that to you too. Yeah. Advanced motion picture production. The one for I took sure. over the summer. Film the every uh, shot of a feature film in mm. three weeks. I'm really and curious if they're gonna like offer that specific thing, mm-hmm. not in the summer, because I think that would be cool to do yeah, if it was yeah. just like in the semester, you know? but just hard. It would be very hard because time management wise, like I mean, I had two 14 hour days back to back. Yeah, it's just a lot of work, um, and that's not something you can do during the school year, right? It weans out people real quick though. Like we haven't, like we haven't <laughs> done productions like that during the right. school year. It was a lot. I mean, it was, it was intense. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, people found out like real quick whether or not they wanted to do, um, production. Right. Um, cause it, yeah, like I said, it's a lot. Um, now you might've said this and I was just like thinking Mm -hmm. about what I was going to say next. Um, did you just make one film in that or did you like make? Yeah. One film. Um, it was weird. It was, a it was one film split up between three directors. Really? Um, yeah. So there was like three different storylines. Wasn't it also mumblecore? Yeah, most of it was. I'd say like eighty five percent of it was. What? Maybe seventy five percent. Yeah, the other part of it was uh was office script. But yeah, most of it was improv. Is it um, is it finished? 
That's a great question. Um, <laughs> I recently got a message from one of the one of the students in the class asking about credits and and who did what position. So, oh, really? Yeah. So I guess it is getting close. Have you seen what was your role in the? Um, okay, so for the first director, I was a first AC. Mm-hmm. Um, a classic Zach. Classic Zach role. Movie, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, second director, I was an uh, audio mixer. Ooh. Yeah, which was uh, a surprising Zach time. role. Wasn't great. Um, <laughs> no, I learned a lot though. But um, And then um, for the final part of the film, I was a producer. Ooh. Yeah. That's so. fun. The deucer dude. I didn't feel like I did much as a producer though. Right. Like it wasn't really much of a, a producer role. We had one main like producer, which uh, was Hira Bassett. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so she did most of like the heavy lifting. I remember when she was my TA. I did too. And I would ask her questions and she wouldn't answer. I don't think I know her. I don't think I've met her. She's a, she's a sweet girl. She's yeah. a little quiet though. Mm. Yeah. Once I was filming something on campus and I had a question about the equipment and I called for her <laughs> and then she turned around and walked the other way. I think nice. I was there when that happened. You were nice. there when that yeah, happened. Yeah, we, we waved at her. And, she and I was just like, oh, awesome. Thank you yeah. for being my TA. It happens. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that class sounds like... I don't know how the overall experience went, mm-hmm. but it sounds like it would be just as um, unique as the Twilight Zone class was. Yeah, it was very rewarding. Um, but yeah, I remember you. Uh, I helped out a little bit with the Twilight Zone. Yeah, shout like, out to the to the, the elevator door elevator door operator. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, it was it was um, it was very like enlightening because there's a lot of work that goes into making these like you know yeah. making films and stuff, and there's a lot that like you have to do pre-production wise like get you right. know the right paperwork and whatnot and it's, so it's so hard to like develop a curriculum for like you know 10 to 20 students mm-hmm. for a class where you just make one film like right, that's right. like ideally what i think should happen in the quote-unquote film school that they're building here but you know like it would be like the writers are working the first four weeks and then they're kind of like mostly done the editors right. don't work until the last four weeks you know like i know there's a lot of classes right now that are collabing this semester actually like a lot of post-production classes are collabing with production yeah. classes or collabing with writers I, I think and that's stuff. i think that's really cool right, right that's something that should continue yeah well, i think it makes the most sense yeah if you're sure. in a post-production class you don't want to be going out and shooting stuff you just want right. to be given stuff to shoot exactly or to edit but then you can't just be given pre-existing content because then you know what it's supposed to look like right right, right. but if mm-hmm. these kids film something the semester before and they're like all right here's stuff for this class right. then you get added i think like yeah. that'd be cool yeah i imagine it's really hard to uh develop these classes around production students just because production takes such a long time like there's yeah. so much that goes into it and mm-hmm. you know you have these studios that are booked for four or five hours at a time three hours maybe um dude honestly like there should be um a class that spans three semesters pre-production production post that would be cool. That would be really cool. That'd be awesome. Have I ever told you about my reality TV show pitch? You have not, but I would love to hear it. I talked about this when we were in TV studio production. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, this is this is what I think would be one of the coolest classes here. <laughs> it's, you it's, make, it's very much Tucker. Like. You make an entire 16-episode season uh-huh. of a reality TV show. Yeah. And the way you do that is that day one... There's just a boom pole that everybody talks to, and then you chat, maybe have a challenge, and then... Because people talk to a boom pole? Well, because you don't have an audio person yet. Right, okay. So, it's in Studio 5, assuming that 
the set the bar that has ruined my whole life is not there. it doesn't turn into a bar restaurant right, yeah. right, right, right. the bar that oh, has gosh. that has been the very bane of my existence is no longer in attendance it is a cool set though it is a cool yeah. set wish it was somewhere else right right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah i understand um but so originally it's just the teacher running the switcher mm-hmm. and that's all he does everything else has to be pre-set up or maybe he could bring in some help but then First person gets voted off, and then they go to the control room, uh, and then the next person gotcha. gets voted off, and they go to the control room, and it goes for all 16 weeks until there's just two competitors left at week 15. Dun, dun, dun. And then they have a final challenge, and then media school students get to determine the winner. So as time goes on, the production gets better and better right. and better. Yeah. And then maybe for the sake of the production, they're like, hey, we like this kid. We wanted to keep competing. He's our best audio guy, and mm-hmm. our audio has been stinking. Well, I guess that's just a victim of how you play the game. That sounds like a great idea, and I'm surprised you've never told me that idea. I talked about it a ton to Jim, and Jim yep. was like, "Tucker, that sounds like fun, but logistically, that is impossible." <laughs> right? I don't think it, it, would, be it would be. It would be a lot of fun. You would. You would need a a crew, and mm. then like a cast slash crew. You know. I just want to do it because I feel like I feel like I'd be great on a reality show. Right. Because. First off, audience always falls in love with the talkative dude. <laughs> the dude who's like, hey, I don't know, represent Patrick, you saw me play Mafia. It's true. We played, uh, Zach, after you left the party, you missed it. We played Mafia. I was so sad that I had to leave that party. Yo, shout out to Amy Gallagher for hosting the littest party. Oh, also, Zach, yes. amazing news. Yes. Your battery was found. I was going to ask you about that. It it's was, uh, it, it had fallen down into a drawer. I searched, I at turned Amy's it. house? No, in, in the lab. Oh, really? So he turned stuff in with Brendan at the same time. I, I was And then I that. scanned both of their stuff and didn't know what scanned for who. Right. And then I guess in the confusion, gotcha. a battery had dropped and fallen. And so I checked it. I saved it. It's yours. It's I fine. That so you much. don't know the oh media school gosh. money. Nice. I, Must La- be nice. Lauren, Lauren was talking to me. She's like, Tucker, you've, you've just been searching in here. What are you looking for? And I was like, Lauren, leave me alone. I can do this. <laughs> so I checked through all of our battery inventory and it wasn't in there. I checked in all the cameras, wasn't any of them. And then eventually, finally, I was like, God, well, it was on here. And then it went over there. Where could it have gone? And I looked down. And inside the drawer that had the first aid kit, which I had gotten a Band-Aid that day. Right, right, right. Was a battery. <laughs> a nice. BPA-30. A BPA-30 that is now, Zach no longer owes money. <laughs> I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> were, you, were you scared? Yeah, man. I was flipping up, uh, flipping the my basement upside down trying really? to find it. Yeah, I messaged everybody that was on the shoot with me and nobody could find it. Any of y'all steal a battery? Yeah. Did, um, how did that end up, like checking everything in because I, I left that to go to class. And, I felt uh, so bad. Dude. I was like, I, I went into class and I was like, I feel so bad for Tucker right now at the, and Jason at the checkout because he wasn't even clocked in and he was like, I told Lauren and Lauren gave him money for it. Oh really? Yeah. He got, he got clocked in. Cool. I think he got a full hour for like 30 minutes of work. Nice. I felt so bad about that because uh, we just no, showed tight. up at the worst yeah. time and we yeah. had our, our equipment mixed. Yeah. That, it, I didn't mind you guys showing up at the time you did, but the mixed equipment, I was just like, Ugh. I you, thought about uh, that while I was walking in. I was like, we, we probably should have sort this out mm-hmm. were you late to class i was late by three minutes wow. and it was susan did, kelly's did, class did brendan give you a kiss on the lips no brendan didn't give me a wow. single kiss on the, i haven't seen him yet so he what, an excuse. that was his stipulation he was like all right i'll check you in but if i'm late to class brendan owes me a kiss on the yep. lips brendan uh 
Faust? Yeah. Yeah. Brendan oh Faust my. currently owes Tucker <laughs> Scanlon a one singular kiss on the lips. <laughs> I will also accept one on the cheek. In fact, I'd prefer that. I he, have he a might bit do of it. a cough. He might do it. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he will. As somebody who hates getting touched, I don't yeah. think he would do any kissing on the cheek. I think cheek. It's, just, it's just on his back. Mm. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, I think he appreciates Once the Once I touched his shoulder and he didn't like it. Really? Hmm. Or, no, it was his arm. Yeah. I don't know. Because I, I did like the, like hit him with the back of my hand. I was like, hey, man. Hey. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, shout out to Brendan. But, uh, yeah, man. He's a good guy. But, but as we were talking, Mafia. Yeah. Patrick, yeah, Patrick watched me. Yeah. Everybody knew I was the Mafia. And everybody was about to unanimously crazy, vote dude. on me. And then I go, hmm. Well, why don't we think about this, guys? The room, the room was encapsulated. And then there was this one kid sitting to the left of me. Don't remember his name. Oh, what was his name? He was made it. He made. Ben? Yeah, it was a guy with Ben. Yeah, he made a really was. sexist joke that everybody was just kind of like, "Ooh," and then it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I thought it was kind of bad. I, it was I in know. a game of mafia where the two mafia people killed only the girls first, and then after he killed them, he goes, "Ha! Finally, boys win." He didn't say that. He did. No, he he said boys win. Really? Yeah. I thought I thought he was like, "Does that mean we win?" No, he said boys win. Oh. oh. <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh." All right, kid. Um, but he 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 had accused me and two like one or two other people, mm. and I was sitting there, and everybody knows the mafia because I I get a grin, I get a grin when I'm when I'm getting away with. I it. don't think everybody knew you were a mafia. They were they were pretty confident. Really? I think it was mostly by the fact that I killed Sebastian immediately right. because I knew he would accuse me immediately. Yeah, but we're all sitting there, and I go, "Hey guys, let's think about it. This kid right here, his name was." Will that sounds right? I was like, Will. He's been accusing a lot of people. In it's fact, true. I'm the third person he's accused, and the first two have died. We've just gone along with it. Now, I understand wanting to get rid of the mafia, but this kid kind of seems bloodthirsty, and I think he might be playing an aggressive game. So I think before we all vote on me, we kind of just need to sit and let that let that sit. How can you not play an aggressive game? When you're a mafia member, I mean aggressive in, to the public. Obviously, gotcha. when everybody's yeah. asleep, you kill somebody. But right. when you're awake, a lot of times people who play mafia silence. Yeah, because they don't want to accuse anybody and get any blame on them. Right. But then, if you're too silent, you get accused. So you got to find this right. mix. Right, right. And this kid was just accusing everybody wildly. Wow. And uh, bold move. And I was, and I was just like, guys, let's just think about it. And then people are like. All right. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't go blaming me. I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing of the sorts. Come on. And uh, talked like that, too. He did. Come on. <laughs> That's just like a mob member would. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, hey, guys, I understand if you vote on me. But as long as you guys promise that next round you kill him. And they were like, wow, Tucker is willing to die. So this kid who he thinks is the mafia is down. That it was never said. It was said. It was not. It was. Not it was said. said. <laughs> it was definitely said. No, it was. I said. I said, if you kill me, vote on him next round. Yeah, but they weren't like, oh my god. I said Tucker, that's what's going through their head. You are such a martyr. I said that's what's going through their head, Patrick. <laughs> that's the mentality that the people right, have. Right, right. Okay, they're sitting and they're thinking, wow, this kid's brave. Right. Yeah. They're looking at me. They're going, God, I wish I would. Tucker. They're looking up to you. They're mm -hmm. like, wow. No, but people are like, all right. I mean, that's a pretty bold statement. Yeah. We will kill Will. And they killed Will, and then I won. <laughs> yeah, dude. You turned like three people that round mm -hmm. to 
to kill Will. That was crazy. Even Ben Cruz Jr., who initially was the one to call me yeah, out. Yeah, he, he rescinded his accusation. Yeah. And he shook my hand. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> you know what? Can I just like... That was my bad. <laughs> can I just like take my accusation out? Because uh, I want to not kill Tucker. And I was like, what? See, it's moments like that to make me think, all right, I could start a cult. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I've sure, got, sure. I think I've got the charisma. I was Definitely. like, <laughs> why would you ever want to just like take back your accusation? Like, there's nothing that really like, I don't know. Comes I then from, I then killed Ben the next it's night. True. <laughs> it is true. He did. Dang, I killed I Ben, that. and then because I because I knew that there was going to be heavy suspicion on me no matter what. Did you kill your mafia partner? No, did she, she ever die? Uh, a, no, she's the one who won because I got I got killed. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Uh, Alea. Yeah, she was she was really good, and she wanted to kill me that night mm-hmm. to really throw suspicion away. But I was like, no, because I I was like, no, because if we kill somebody else, I'm still gonna die no matter what. The next round would just be kind of like a who done it thing. So I was like, I'll kill Ben, and I thought I could use. Hey guys, I made amends with Ben last round. Why would I kill him? <laughs> Yo, I had I had two observations. From watching that, because I didn't play, because I'm not a big party game guy. I like to watch. Um, Should have played. I just eh, jump in, dude. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that a people should like spread out when you play mafia. Yes, there shouldn't be like sounds of like clothes moving or like lip smacking, like mouth movements. You know, mm-hmm. that should not exactly like that. Um, well, yeah. One it, thing to easily solve that is to just turn the music up when you're doing the mafia part. Um, another thing is there has to be a better way for the mafia to communicate who they're going to kill. Like, because if, like, you and Zach are mafia and you're trying to, like, kill somebody else, like, kill two different people, there has to be a way for you to communicate and, like, discuss without... Mm-hmm. <sighs> Without revealing, you know, you know what I'm saying. Mm. You ever played Town of Salem? No. Town of Salem is Zach. I see that smile. <laughs> Zach's played Town of Salem. He's he's burned some witches in his day, right? Yeah. right it's it's sure, it's sure. like it's mafia, but like forty people online, and there's mm-hmm. like thirty different roles. Really, it's crazy. Like there's a wow. werewolf role that just kills a random person once a week, because the game goes for like twenty Naturally, nights. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's long. Like it's, it, could, it's, it could go for over a fortnight. Oh. Wow. Oh, battle bus. <laughs> so we brought Zach on to talk about something. Yeah. And we haven't talked about it yet. And we just kind of got into a town of Salem. Zach, hmm. you're like a top 5% Rocket League player. I Zach. am. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. How many hours did you just hit? Uh, 20, like I think 2027, 2027. Yeah. 2027 hours. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours. And so what is your ranking? Uh, I'm a uh, champ three div four. So right, right below GC. Super close. The grand champ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super close. Yeah. So Zach is good at rocket league. Yeah. Yeah. Played a lot of, rocket are you, league. are you actively pursuing grand champ? Yeah, man, I'm trying, but you know, modern warfare just came out. So I've been on that. Oh, you've been grinding. Grind. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I finally got my internet to a, like to a place where I could play one full game without getting kicked out. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm just jumping into modern warfare, but yeah, man, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I kind of need to go back to Rocket League because Modern Warfare is just not. I mean, How'd like, you, I really enjoy it, but I'm not good. <laughs> How'd you get into Rocket League? Um, 
a couple of buddies of mine um, played Rocket League from Illinois. Mm. And so I was like, you know, I'll pick it up and see what happens. And I picked it up and I was really, really bad. Yeah, um, naturally. Yeah, it's all like muscle memory stuff. So uh-huh. um, it took a lot of uh, a lot of practicing and whatnot. And I don't know, I just got addicted. And I mean, I would go to class and then come home for like 30 minutes or an hour at a time and just play. Really? Yeah. yeah. I um, I played Rocket League. I started when it was like free on PlayStation Plus when it, I think, it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I was decent, but like yeah. everybody was like not very good, you know, because right, right. like, it just came out. And then a year, year and a half later, people just started getting really good. It's like I went on to other games and people just put like thousands hours of hours into Rocket League. Yeah, yeah. And I came back and I was like, people are really good at flying and hitting the ball. And I just. Kick. Yeah, yeah. You know? I've I've seen quite a few of Zach's clips, and every time I see it, I'm like, okay. First off, how did you think of doing that, and then how did you execute that at the right. same time? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of just like you know going into like free play and just mm-hmm. hitting the ball around, figuring out why the ball does what it does. And have and you have you like practiced like gone into the practice mode and like? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, since I have it on PC, a lot of people make their own practice really? um, sessions. That? Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, so you know, like some of the pros, like um, like Squishy Muffins and oh, shout out Fire, to Squishy Muffins, Fireburner, and and uh, you know people like that. Shroud and Ninja, and yeah, yeah, because they definitely play Rocket. They League. do it on Mixer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so you can you can go in and, and practice on those kinds of things. But I mean, it's just a lot of just playing. You know what I mean? And like I moved up fairly quickly through. Um, like the ranking system just because of uh my buddy who was already like champ two when i started playing gotcha yeah and so like i was like oh i want to be just as good as him so like you got boosted not really but like my first <laughs> my first season i like placed like gold three and then the next season yeah. i was plat three and the next one after that i was diamond three and now i'm champ three so like i've just moved up very quickly because i wanted to be like him. thirds yeah yeah now arguably better than him but Ooh, yeah. yeah no but uh <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, air dribbles, flippery sets, ceiling shots. Have you had, like, now, I've never really played, like, games competitively as much as you guys have. Mm-hmm. Have you, but, I, you know, I've I've gotten a little heated. Yeah. Right? Have you had, a, like, a gaming session where you just, like, you just have to, like, step away because you're so, like, furious at, you how, at, at how your night's <laughs> going? I will let Zach start, but I have a famous quote for you. Okay, cool. Video yeah. games don't make me angry. Lag makes me angry. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, Zach, I'll let, you, I'll let you start it off. There's nothing uh, worse than, you know, being ready to, for a good gaming session uh-huh, and uh, right. the internet just doesn't want to You got your Doritos yeah. and your G Fuel. And then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's definitely been some times where, like, I just contemplate everything. I'm like, why yeah. am I playing this game? What mm-hmm. am I doing? Um yeah, a lot of it has to do with just like the people you play with too. Mm-hmm. Um, people in the gaming community are usually very toxic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. a lot of that has to do with because you're like behind a screen, you can't see the other person, so you're gonna like you know you're gonna talk smack and whatnot. Right. But um, yeah, no, it's, there's been plenty of uh, sessions where I'm just like, man, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here for hours and just losing, losing, losing. It's right. Just, it's yeah. so um, it just makes you feel terrible, but. I, you know, the more you play, the less days you have like that. You I guess know what I mean? True, yeah. So, um, 
yeah, you kind of just have to like brush it off and and uh, use it as like a learning session. Mm-hmm. But you're you're bound to get mad. It's just it's it's part of it. It's gonna happen. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's the way it is with like regular sports too. You know what I mean? Like for sure. Like, just get, it just happens. You're gonna get mad. It just doesn't go your way. You can't win mm-hmm. every time. Yeah, I. I had a moment like that a few months ago with Overwatch. Um, my roommates and I play Overwatch together, and I had to make a Smurf to play with them yeah. um, mm-hmm. because the way the Overwatch ranking works is once you're a certain amount of points higher than it, somebody you want to play with, it doesn't let you anymore. And it's been compounded even more now that they have individual roles that you have higher right. competitive yeah. ranks in. So, like, for example, my two of my roommates are tank mains. They only play tanks. Mm-hmm. My tank ranking, and I do not play tanks. I play DPS and support. My tank ranking is still high enough that I can't play with them. That's wow. crazy. And I literally do, like, I, I just played a Roadhog and then would hook somebody and shoot them. <laughs> but, uh. and so... I, I had a moment with that where because I couldn't play with my friends, I had to solo queue. Mm-hmm. Mm. Worst thing you can do in an online competitive game is queue up without friends. Right. Solo queuing is rough. <laughs> and so I'd go up on the mic. And the reason my friends and I do so well is because I watch, I used to watch Overwatch League a lot, but I'm a playmaker. I like calling plays. Yeah. I like doing things like, okay, we need to set Like if I could give you an here. endorsement, it would be a shot caller. I, my most prominent endorsement is shot caller, which is rare. <laughs> It's rare, Patrick. Right. Patrick, do you see many people with that? Uh, no. Endorsement level four. I don't see with that over in Rocket League. It's, yeah, right. My endorsement <laughs> has definitely gone down but because I haven't played. But I literally haven't touched Rocket League, or not Rocket League, Overwatch since I had a day. Sat down. I just needed one more comp game mm-hmm. left to win mm-hmm. um, to get back into uh, to get back into Diamond. Um for my uh for my tank which like i said is my lowest right and i sit there and i i load in start playing and i just get called the meanest names really i'm just playing my game you're getting upset by your teammates dude my teammates first off i don't know what it is but people call me slurs on the xbox really and I, I, I'm, like, I what sound. Is, what is this 2009? I sound like the whitest dude ever. Like I sound like a white dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I get racial slurs, and I'm like, dude, I'm saying wowza. You know I'm white. <laughs> you know what I look like. And uh, and I was midway through the game, and then just I just couldn't take it anymore. And I was like, I had never left a competitive game of Overwatch right. ever. And I was like, you guys don't deserve to win. And I threw and then I left. Wow. And then I got reported and then I didn't even get a ban or anything. It was just like you received four reports on your account. And then I was like, yep, I'm done with this game. And I haven't (laughs) touched it since then. That's very interesting because like if I were in that situation, I'd just mute him and keep playing. You know, I'd just be like, see, but it's not worth it. In Overwatch for me, like once, especially once you get up to higher levels, it's. If you cannot win if you don't have a mic. For sure. When you solo queue at high levels, every single person has a mic. And that's even if they're it, right. toxic, they'll sh- they'll call shots, that's, they'll call that's locations. the same thing about, like, with CS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was... Uh, but you know what I recently uh, installed? Jackbox. League of Legends. Oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, I've never played it, and almost all of my friends Good have luck. sunk Good luck. thousands of hours into yeah. that game. Yeah. Um, this is kind of off topic, but, um, you guys were just actually mentioning, uh, how everybody has a mic in like high ranks and, and overwatch. Yeah. 
That doesn't happen in Rocket League. Nobody Seriously? talks. Nobody talks. Nobody? Use the, uh, Nobody. Use the chat panel. You can, yeah. Um, but, yeah, most people just kind of know. You just got to work around your teammates. I mean, granted, it's a fairly, like... Yeah, I mean, it's it's not... You're not calling if, in, like, If you know, like, who's staying in goal, you're probably... Yeah. I don't know if that is how it is on competitive, but... It gets a little different. When, um, I, pay, when I play in pubs, we... Uh, yeah. We have a goalie and then everybody else. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not, not quite the same. Um, rotations are very, like, especially in threes is, is very important. So there's not really somebody who's, like, a goalie per se. Right. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's a lot of just, like, going with the flow. Yeah. Knowing, like I said, like, For knowing sure. why the ball does what it does. And so, yeah, yeah but there's no, nobody, like, talks. I'm always cracks again. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the the uh, mic or whatever in Rocket League is so bad. So when somebody screams, you can like hear it clipping. Really? And, like, it's so funny. But yeah, nobody uses a mic. Dang. See, the mic is one of my favorite things in all video games because whenever I play on a game and I know that there are kids in there, oh, oh no, oh, <laughs> I hear no. a kid coming over my speakers and then I go immediately grab my mic. Anybody got a mic? Yo, anybody got a mic out there? <laughs> and I I ruin kids. My dream. In right. life, is for Fortnite to add in proximity mics. Oh, that'd be great! Imagine because because be Fortnite would be, be so, so much so more funny. fun if, as somebody's oh. down, you can yell at them or talk to them. <laughs> because Fortnite added a new mechanic. My roommates and I picked it up again because, uh, mm-hmm. be specifically because of this new mechanic. When you down an opponent, you can pick them up and then run away with them. Really? And so what me and my roommates do is we will find a squad, we will stealthily down one of their guys, and then just book it. And their teammates know where we're going, but if we have a boat, they cannot catch up. Is there any benefit to picking people up? No. It's just psychological damage. Oh, my. (laughs) But that's that's how we play. I mean, my roommates and I have enough wins and battle royales, except for Apex. I well, when Apex first came out, we won like seven games on the first day. Yeah. And since then, I'm the only one who has a win in the new two, like three newest seasons. Really? <laughs> I've got like one win in this season and then like two or three in season two. Dang. Um, from solo queuing, oddly enough. Really? Nice. But we're pretty good. And so once we get a win or two, we don't care anymore. And it's mm-hmm. more about how do we ruin kids? Like, because you can always tell when you're playing against somebody who doesn't know how to play or they're not yeah. good. Right. And then it's just. How do we make this kid never want to play again? Yeah. <laughs> it's so toxic. It's it's so toxic. It's funny though. But imagine how much better it would be right, right, with right, proximity mic. H1Z1 did that, didn't they? H1Z1 did that. So, yeah. yeah. That was really funny. I'm pretty Somebody sure they got that. rid of it too. Something like the Twitch clips from that. Did they do that in so funny? Did they do that in PUBG? PUBG had it for the for the beta for the f- like first week it was yeah. out on PC and then it got taken out because of complaints of bullying. <laughs> Dang. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah. happen. It's gonna happen even with Team Mike. Exactly. Yeah. I think. I think. I think it's. Now there was a there was an there was a knockoff Call of Duty game that was up on the uh, Iron Sight. N- no. Iron Sight was a fun game, but it had kill streaks, and one of their kill streaks was the propaganda plane. Really? Now this was the dumbest idea for a kill streak ever because you know what it let you do. Write out a message? Not write out. Record oh. on your mic a 10-second message That's that would amazing. loop for a full minute That's for your awesome. opponents. And there are just clips of just people just hearing it. And it's just like like one person had that app that if you press it, it has the really high-pitched like noise. Uh, Played that. And it comes through your speakers, and you cannot get rid of it. 
and people would record the worst things. I bet. <laughs> so you'd just be awesome. walking, playing, and all of a sudden you just start hearing slurs, and you'd see uh, the, you'd see a balloon, and you can't shoot it down. <laughs> oh my! That's and it a, was just that's like really, that's a really interesting. It idea. put the nail in the coffin in that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, if we still have time, Tucker's crappy movie corner. Yeah, let's go for it. Let's drop this bad boy up. Left behind. Left behind. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, Nicolas Cage. Religious movie made by the guy who made Book of Eli. Book of Eli, love that movie. Have you seen Book of Eli? I have not. Have you seen Book of Eli? I have. Book of Eli is so good. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a story of about a man going across the country in a post apocalyptic world, trying to deliver the final existing Bible to a like standing museum that's trying Mm. to make that's trying to keep all of human culture, and he's guided by God. And it's a really cool and inspiring story, uh, and it has a really cool twist at the end. This movie made by the same director. Uh, huge step down. Huge step down. First off, filmed in 2014, looks like it was filmed in 2004. Right. Um, and it stars Nicolas Cage, who his daughter, who he hasn't seen in like three years, comes to town. And instead of spending time with his daughter, he goes, I am going to do my job as a pilot and go to Europe to take my sexy flight attendant to a U2 concert. Hey, you know what? Bad timing on the daughter's part. Well, and he's married. (laughs) And the reason the reason Nicolas Cage is now cheating on his wife is because his wife is a born again Christian. Right. And he's like, I don't believe all that hokey pokey malarkey. I think I've seen this. And then while they're in the middle of their flight, all the pure of heart disappear Mm -hmm. for the rapture. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's based off a series of books. And the series of books is like. Is called, I think, Left Behind, and it's about the world after the rapture and all the I people who are alive. I think it's a pretty popular series. It's very popular. Yeah. Um, and so they made a movie have an adaptation of one of the stories from one of the books. Mm. <laughs> and so Nicolas Cage is on this flight, and they introduce all the people on this flight, and they're all the most despicable people ever. Yeah. Like, they're all so mean and awful. And they're just doing, like, people disappear, and then they instantly start trying to rob them. And it's just all these awful things. And then Nicolas Cage comes out. He goes, hey, everybody, uh, we don't know what happened. We're working on it. And then his daughter is on land and her brother disappears and the mom disappears. And first off, Nicolas Cage, not a good actor, if you didn't know. <laughs> I don't think he's bad. I think he's bad. I think he's all right. I'd I like think he's bad. Him. What? I'd like to meet him. I Yeah, I'd like to meet a lot of people who are bad at what I'd they like do. I'd like to see a third national treasure. See, but do you like National Treasure because he has good acting in it, or do you like it because it's fun? I kinda, yeah, I kind of like him in National Treasure. Yo, I think shout he, I out think to Michael he, Uselin. I think he plays the character well. He was. That's what I'm saying. But Nicholas Cage is just despicable in the story because even after the rapture, he's like horny for this flight attendant mm-hmm. and is like, hey, my wife's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's about his daughter on land trying to trying to clear a highway in San Francisco for landing. Wow. And there's Sounds a like bunch a of car- and she succeeds. Really? She's about to kill Maybe herself. She's, really good at hot she's about car. to kill herself. And then her dad's satellite phone calls her. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, like the dad's like, was his dad not, was his dad's phone not? I guess you probably should have said spoiler alert if you wanted to watch this. Oh yeah. I'm sorry if anybody wanted to watch left behind <laughs> from 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but in the end, the father's like, wait, why weren't you raptured? And then she's like, yeah. she stole a candy bar. Once. Yeah. But and it's and, like, and some that's th- the, and that's the moment that brings <clears throat> them back together. Yeah. 
You know, you never really find out why people weren't raptured. You just got like a lot of the really mean people on the plane. You're just like, wow, this person sucks. Mm -hmm. But then like all the children disappear because at first they were right. like, oh, it's if you're religious because the co-pilot disappeared and he mm -hmm. had a he had a watch that had John 316 written on it. Yeah. And then the uh, one of the flight attendants disappeared because she had a Bible in her bag. Right. And but then all the children disappear. And I'm like, is it because you're religious? Is it because you're pure of heart? What well, is there, it? Well, there's a. um there's something in the Bible somewhere that says that, like, um, if you're under a certain age, like you're quote unquote saved because you you don't have like the cognitive like sense to make that decision. God, imagine how annoying it'd be if it was your birthday. Oh no! <laughs> like 15 minutes before the rapture, you turned 16 or whatever the age is, and God's like, "Sorry, dude, it's over. <laughs> Just missed the cutoff." I don't think it'd be too bad, depending on. Yeah. I feel like most of my friends wouldn't go up for the rapture. So, yeah, I know definitely a lot of them would, but I feel like I've got some friends who are kind of wacky and I don't yeah. think I would go up. I think, I, you know, depending on where you go, I think you could find ways to occupy yourself. You know, there's got to be something interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, the buses are probably well, actually no. The buses will still be pretty full. <laughs> I, you know, what I, I think happens after the rapture. Hmm. You all get put into a battle bus. And you fly over an island. And you drop onto Fortnite Island. Yep. Oh, my. Drop into Tilted. Um, all right. Left Behind. If you want to go watch it, Tucker, where can they find it? Is it illegally? It's on Netflix. Oh, it's it's not illegally on YouTube. It's on Netflix. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Patrick and Tucker's Power Hour first. Ladies yeah, and pretty wow. much every time I suggest a crappy movie, it is. <laughs> you got to illegally watch it. Wow. Um, yeah. I'm a talking cat. So uh, that about wraps up our power hour. Um, if you are interested in joining in on our conversation, uh, use the hashtag PTPH on Twitter or Instagram, or I think Facebook does hashtags. I don't know. LinkedIn probably does hashtags. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I don't have a LinkedIn either. Well, you guys should get LinkedIn. I shouldn't. Um, <laughs> You can't make me. Yeah, that's. Thank you for joining us, Zach, on this of course, wonderful of course. episode. Thank you for having me. Hopefully, I can come back another time. Yeah, we'll Hopefully. be down. We'll we'll get you back for I'd sure. Love to. Yeah, be great. Talk well, about, I think we need to do one where we have that full room full, and it's just a nightmare. I think we do a too. seven to eight person podcast. Of just, I think we do too. Uh, I would definitely have Seth do this. You should come up with like a game or something for that. Yeah, we just play Dungeons and Dragons. There it is. Or we all play Mafia. Honestly. Oh, podcast mafia. I was thinking, can you do that? You can. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. Because what you can do is you can have everybody take their headphones off and then the announcer oh, sits yeah. in that seat and then they announce who the mafia are. That's or you could play along and mute it so that the announcer right. is the only one who knows and the audience has to guess too. Ooh. Well, it's like I've seen people play the game Spyfall in a podcast booth. Really? Have you guys played Spyfall? No. I've not. I'll explain it to you later. I cool. think we gotta do I need to wrap up? Uh yeah, go for uh -huh. it. Zach, do you have any closing statements? You want people to follow you on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook? Anything you want to plug? Any Discord thing you want them to Nah man, I thought I can think of try to Stan keep myself Luna? private for now. Oh wow. <laughs> for well, now. We gotta make some big moves first. And then yeah, I'll, be on the lookout for, for Zach's uh, launch of his career. I yeah, just, yeah, exactly. I was feeling <laughs> under, I was feeling under the table. Somebody stuck gum under there. Let's go. That's grody. Let's yeah. go. Let's uh, let's get out of here so you can go. It was minty. Oh, that's fresh gum. <laughs> that's fresh <laughs> mint gum. Gross. No, I appreciate you guys having me on though. It's fun. Loved having you. It's great. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Patrick and Tucker's Power Hour. 
extra special guest to thanks Zach. Extra special thanks to guest Zach Alexander for coming on today. <laughs> Tune in next week when Patrick changes his stinky diaper. See you guys next time. Later. Thank you.